All right, let's start the episode. <coughs> Whoa. Oh, yeah. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to D&D 404. I am your DM, Tony. And join with me today are the other three useless superpowers in my arsenal. Fellas, why don't, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, starting with the uh, snakes and sparklers, Dan. What? <laughs> what does that mean? Like the most useless firework ever, snakes and sparklers. <laughs> You ever, you ever see Joe Dirt? My name is Dan. I play Minas Pebble Walkers, tiny little swarm keeper ranger. And my superpower be to uh, be able to throw cards real well. I throw the cards. <laughs> Professor X, let me throw the cards, okay? It's a good one. Isn't that? Wait. Yeah. Is this good? Get me with the Pete Holmes show, dude. This yeah. <laughs> I got a loose I change. I got throw some loose change. A euro. <laughs> <laughs> I also say Such this because one. Gambit is my favorite superhero ever. My dog's named after Gambit. It's technically like telekinesis, right? Like Yeah, but he has like the most minimal amount of telekinesis so that all he can do is throw cards accurately. <laughs> He's like, what happens when you run out of deck of cards? Uh... I'll find some quarters. Is this like a skit? I have no idea what the fuck you guys well, are talking about. Yeah, we'll post it in the Discord. Anyways, how about you, uh, Jared? Oh, God. <laughs> well, now I'm like sidetracked. Uh, a useless one? Uh, all right. Our most useless... God, I think... I don't know. I would like to have a cup that just always fills up with water. I think that would be <laughs> very awesome. Convenient, but... Useless. What about uh Drell? What do you got over there? Uh yeah, my name is Alec. I play Drell and I got the fucking category changed on me last second, so I have no idea what to say. We went from just superhero powers or superpowers <laughs> in general to useless ones, and I have no idea. I Googled boring useless superheroes and this guy says can always predict what's for dinner. I feel like that's actually a good one. <laughs> that's like I'm going to go one. with that. I guess I don't <laughs> fucking know. I mean, it's not going to save the world, but you know what? You'll save uh save a trip to the store, right? I guess, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, that's <laughs> that that went off the rails and you guys know the deal. Before we get into the recap, we got to do the rundown. Today's rundown is brought to you by Alec so for the rundown, I'm doing the Discord because I, I one thing I've started doing, um, which I've had a lot of fun with, is I've been making Drell tier lists. Okay, and for anyone not in the Discord, you're super missing out on it. Um, I've had some really great ones. It's just tier lists of anything you know that I want to make of. Um, like for instance, the last one was uh, so we did snacks, and I I, I had a whole tier listing of every snack. And I, and it I, was divisive. It was not divisive. It was great. Some of them were awful. It was it was really well balanced. It was well balanced. It was a perfect answer. There was not a single wrong answer. Mm. And like I want to make this very clear about these, by the way, is I just make I don't make the tier list themselves. So I only go off what snacks are provided for this tier list. So if someone's like, well, why didn't you include this? It's because it wasn't on it. So if you guys want to check out these tier lists they're pretty dope make sure you join the discord and you know if you don't want to do that i also post them on twitter so you can check them out there yeah i'm also going to say we should have a tier list submission so people can send you tier lists to fill mm. out Ooh, that might be a good idea all right what about the recap oh right. the recap in our last session the bloodshot bandits regrouped and continued to explore the creepy old cabin and exactly what you might suspect they find a creepy basement but what you wouldn't expect was that there was a massive oblex in it. The heroes quickly jump to action, and soon the hunter becomes the hunted. The scary oblex was forced to retreat. But that didn't stop the bloodshot bandits as they began to give chase throughout the old house, destroying it and the cabin in the process. Armos and Reginald in a fiery tag team deal the final blow, erupting the oblex, splattering it like jello, and dropping a mysterious chest that happened to be within it. Filled with useful loot. We pick up today's session with the gang examining a mysterious rune that was in the basement. Bard, play that intro and let's get on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to the world of Humbrea, featuring three first-time adventurers and one very patient DM. This is D&D 404. We pick up session 54 in the basement 
of this mysterious cabin. Now the cabin is wrecked, becoming destroyed. It is on its final legs. There's a wall that is collapsing and the roof is coming down. You are coming out of a long rest and the three of you are now level 10. So go ahead and level up your characters. So when we pick up, you guys can do what you need to do. And with that being said, in this wrecked, battle-torn cabin, falling and ripping apart at the seams, what are the three of you doing? All right, I got some. So as we're we're getting done with being rested, um, I'm looking through my my book. Your tome. Yeah, my tome, and I notice. Pulls out another dagger. <laughs> <laughs> I notice that there's a new page in it, Ooh. and I, I start to look at it and try to figure out what is going on. Pause for dramatic effect. Reginald is like on your shoulder, like you flipping through your tome. It's like, whoa, wait, new chapter just dropped. There's nothing written, but I'm getting a sense that I need to write something in this, and something's kind of calling me to, to do this. Okay. So I take the book, and I write my name in it. And as I do that, I feel a certain power in it that then is prompting me to give it to my friends that are listed around me and uh, ask them to uh, write their name in it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely write their names in this. Yeah, 100. Yeah, let's do, that's a great idea almost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I... I have to write my name in it? You want my signature, Armos? Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, I give it to Menace. I'm like, Menace, I need your signature real quick. Yeah, Menace signed the ledger. I know that it's a very beneficial thing. You put your name right there, Menace. So we, uh, so we're friends yes. forever, you know? <laughs> uh, Menace. Yeah, what's up? Let me get this right, Menace. Do you want to... Menace, you want to write your name in a book that we literally saw <laughs> um, suck in a thousand doomed souls? Is that... Let me... You're about to write your name in that? Oh, no. Armos wants me to... Yeah, so you want to go right there. And you see Reginald's, like, paw <laughs> reach out, like, right on the page. He's tapping on it. Well, you just want to put it right there. Yeah, give me a, like, take the book. I'm like, oh, I mean, I don't know. It's Armos' book, right? He kind of... Just a book, right? I mean, it doesn't... Isn't every book just a book? Words. All right. Uh, where, am I, where am I putting this, Armos? Demonic powers. Uh, right underneath my name. Just sign. Just write your name, write, okay. write your name <laughs> out. Write your name out. Dear Armos. No, just your name. We oh, no. have been friends for quite some time. Make sure to leave some room. I feel like. <laughs> I think that's enough. You are like a brother to me. Oh, my God. What's that? I think that's good. That's good? Okay. Wait, did you write your name? No, you told me to uh, stop. No, 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 Keep doing Oh, God. And no one has ever treated me. Oh, my God. So well. <laughs> I hope he's writing small. Much love from your bestest friend in uh, the world. Oh, here we go. Your also bestest friend. Oh, no. With the little hooves <laughs> and Sid. Me. Minus Pebble Walker. Awesome. Great. Awesome. All right. All right. That should do it. Awesome. Hey, big guy. And you see <laughs> Reginald and Armos pushing the book towards you. Uh, sorry, I forgot my pen. Uh, oh, you need a pen? Oh, I have a, I have a quill. No, no, I well, got I, it. And I, Reginald well, throws up something like, <laughs> like a bone comes out of his body with like ink, and the bone comes to like a fine tooth, <laughs> black ink point, and it's all slimy. And he hands it to Drill. See, uh, uh well. I guess what I also meant to say was, uh, my aunt Dory, she, she always told me, you know, never sign something you don't know what you're getting into. So I'm going to have to pass. <laughs> and I just pushed the book away from me. I'm telling you, you really want to sign this. Yeah, yeah you really want to sign it. I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. Yeah, you just, really want to sign it, Drill. You have to be willing in order to sign this. Yeah, believe exactly. Me. Exactly. I'll, uh, I'll go ahead and maybe I'll, I'll look it over. Um, I think uh, I'm going to go get that torch from upstairs. Do you guys go ahead and handle this? <laughs> yeah, so, Drell, you're refusing to sign the book? Uh, um, Once you sign it, it's going to be great. Yeah, once you sign it, it's awesome. I feel like Jared's is going to be this real short-term, super cool thing, and Tony keeps wanting me to sign it because it's long-term going to fuck us. Um, 
Yeah, fuck it. Drill, Drill goes, um... Look, I'm fine. Wait, I feel kind of funny. Drill goes to write his name, and, um, instead of putting Drill, he puts, um, it's D-R-E, and it's two capital I's instead of L's. <laughs> so he technically signs it, but it's not his name. Mm, this, this, this name isn't glowing like it normally did. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, you have to sign your name. It has to be your actual name. That's weird. I mean, that's that's literally my name. Look, it says Drell right there. I know there's not a lot of space left on the page because of Menace's long yearbook sign-off. Oh, yeah, you gotta use the other page. Sorry, I took up that page. No, 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 it's gotta be the same page. Oh. <laughs> it's only one page. Oh, I think there's uh, some space between the paragraph. Indent. Uh, okay, fine. And I just very quickly, just in super uh, reluctantly, sign my name. It starts to glow, and all of a sudden, all three of us start to feel very safe and protected. Anytime you go to zero hit points, you will then be put to one hit point. What? Instead. What is this? It's called uh, Gift of the Protectors. That's awesome. So anytime <laughs> your health is reduced to zero, but not killing outright, the creature will magically drop to one hit point instead. And it, this is once per long rest. And it's only because I have the tome. Just kind of neat. That's awesome. Tony, you want me to send it to you? Yes, please. This is great <laughs> for me. Yeah, I'm loving this. This is great. Mm -hmm. Wow, what a nifty little thing. You should have totally told me about this before. I would have all on this. I'm all about this. Yep. <laughs> Don't you guys feel great? Don't you just feel like you have one of those things called, um, they, like when they're in the right in your gullet and he smacks his fat belly? Like, it's like you feel like a tingly there. Well, what are those, what are those things called? A smile? Uh, uh no, it's like one of those things that fly around. You feel like a bird? Uh, stinger rays. Yeah, it's like you got a bunch of stinger rays <laughs> in your belly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> things that fly around. <laughs> and you like flutter. Yeah. Did anyone else need to do anything during our long rest? Uh, I wanted to do inspect my cool glasses. Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, Armos, you go ahead and put the tome away, and as you close the tome, you hear some light, horrifying, soul-sounding screeching as you put it back in your bag. And you've taken some time to look at these glasses. And with the help of Armos and Menace, because these are magical items, they are called Eyes of Minute Seeing. These crystal lenses fit over the eyes while wearing them. You can see much better than normal out of range of one foot. You have advantage on intelligence investigation checks that rely on sight while searching an area or studying an object within that range. So like the glasses only work within one foot of you, but if you're studying something and need to make an investigation check or you're investigating like a wall, a ruin, a book, an item, that's when you would use these uh, glasses. They're essentially like uh, what jewelers wear when they're trying to see how clear a diamond is. You also look rather sharp. Well, sick. Armos, we can be a investigative team. And I, I put the glasses to him. I like hand them up to him. <laughs> <laughs> Me with my magnifying glass, you with these glasses. Uh. I'm wearing these glasses. The fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Girl, you already have glasses. <laughs> yeah, but, okay, I need what? advantage on investigating <laughs> stuff, Menace. <Yeah>. He does. <laughs> he, if there's one person going to rock glasses, I can't be the second one. <laughs> I'm the trendsetter, okay? Do you inspect things a lot, Drell? <laughs> uh... As much as you do, <laughs> am I right? And I look at So, Boyos, in the middle of long grass, you inspect the glasses. You sign a deal with the devil through Armos. You are resting up. And normally an eight-hour rest would feel like eight hours. However, you are unaware and out of touch with time. Although you have the benefits of a long rest, you're, you are unsure of how much time has actually passed. Mm. With that being said, the three of you are getting rather hungry. And it's a significant amount of time has passed where, like, you are going to feel the effects of starvation if you don't do something. That liquid didn't help as much as I thought it would. What do you mean it was delicious? Uh, uh I was about to say, I'm hungry. I mean, I'm pretty good. I ate that limb. You know, I'm pretty, 
your stuff. Yeah, see, Minus, that's why I told you to bring that. Maybe you can just, like, make it into a stew or something. You see the limb, like, over by the fireplace? <laughs> just put it way away from me. Minus, by the way, can I, can I see it real quick? Uh, yeah, yeah, go for it, Drell. I reach out my hand for him to hand it to me. Drell, it's over there. And I point across the room. <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe you just left it there. Yeah, who did that? Weird. <laughs> I, well, I mean, we have those scrolls we can use. Yeah. The, the yeah. yeah, that's what I'm getting at. I <laughs> know, uh, right? <laughs> I just have to eat my, the limb. <laughs> I just have them in my backpack, right? And I'm just like looking around, like, well, I don't really know what to do. Uh, should we like go up top and see if we can find something? And I'm just like turning like around, like looking and just have the fucking scrolls sticking out. Almost, uh, this is your job. I'm not tall enough to grab it. Yeah, let me let me see here. Let me see those scrolls. Oh, yeah, that's a great idea. I completely forgot about that. Though. Yeah, you were going to eat that thing, right? No. Huh. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I guess how so how did these work? Because we have one for purifying food, and then we have one for creating food. So like, oh, I see, Drell. You wanted to purify the limb and cook it. <laughs> exactly. See, I'm ten steps ahead, guys. <laughs> Wait, what's this other scroll? Oh, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't, we think gotta, that, uh, I don't think that one's as good. All right, Armos, do the thing. Yeah, Armos, do the thing and ask for a lot. Uh, Like a spicy chicken sandwich or something. Wait a minute. Do the thing, Armos. This is too easy. You know what, Menace? You got to start learning some of this stuff. Yeah, Menace. Huh? Why don't you ask your menorah for some help here? <laughs> Melora? Yeah, that one. Oh, so what? What, you want me to uh, uh, do the scroll thing? Yeah. Do the thing, yeah. dude. Oh, okay. I pick up the scroll and I throw it on the ground. Food! It, Nothing happened. No. I thought this guy was the smart one. You know, I, I'm really... I don't know how we got this far, confused. honestly. I did it. I did the thing. Isn't that what you do? I've never used a scroll before. Oh, uh... You've never well, read a scroll in your life? Well, I've read scrolls, but I've never used magic ones. We'll try reading it. How about that? Maybe out loud. Oh, well, that's a good idea. Why don't you just say that? <laughs> Pick up the scroll. <laughs> no, you have to eat it. It's a scroll food. And Reginald starts nibbling on the on the scroll. Wait, 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 wait. All right. All right, all right. I open the scroll. I'm like, all right, let me let me read this thing. I read the scroll. You read the scroll and you say it's magical incantation. And as you read it, the letters start to glow, and then the words that you have already read have erased, and then a big cloud of smoke in front of you, packaged, is 45 pounds of food, which is various bread, like various rolls. It's all vegetarian, because that's what Minnis thought. <laughs> okay, so okay, I'll take, I love it. You have a whole plethora of vegetarian gluten-free foods what the actual fuck what oh sick with no dairy wait, there's wait, no cheese no there's dairy. no meat it's, it's all it's vegetarian no he it's, said it's vegetarian not vegan <laughs> there can be cheese it's gluten-free there's a lot of lettuce tomatoes a lot of produce veggies and fruit <laughs> next to it there are 30 gallons of water all separated by a gallon and what the spell does is that you create 45 pounds of food and 30 gallons of water on the ground or in containers within range, enough to sustain up to 15 humans for 24 hours. The food is bland but nourishing, and it spoils if uneaten after 24 hours. The water is clean and does not go bad. This is the last time I have Menace cast a spell, I swear. Yeah, fuck, Menace. You this is extravagant. Look at all this amazing food. You couldn't even have thought of, like, some sausages or something. You know what? Where's that arm? Where's that arm? Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Fuck. Go, go get the arm. Hey, you told me to do the thing. I did the thing. We got food. We got water. What do you want from me? You know who else eats lettuce and stuff? My horse. And guess what? He's not here. So... <laughs> I don't know what we're going to do with all this. There's a couple of wheatgrass shots in there. It's like you went to a Jamba Juice, but it got all the boring stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, there's a bunch of kale. Look. <laughs> oh, this is great. And then <laughs> me and Reginald start. <laughs> uh, Armo says, you go to get the limb. You see Reginald, like, stick his head out and just go like, no. Like a soft, <laughs> like a swift little... Uh, this is the worst. I go and look if I can eat any of the food. 
I mean, yeah, it's just all it's fruits salads. and veggies and stuff. Yeah, it's I gross. Mean... There's like a lot of um, carrots, <laughs> raw potato. All right, potatoes. I dibs on the potatoes. There's a lot of. There's no good fruits. It's all like pomegranates, blood oranges, honeydew melon. Oh my god, I hate this stuff. It's always the green shit in the fruit bowls I never eat. Is there any apples? I love apples. No apples. No, this apple. <laughs> apples are like S tier. We fill up on. I fill up on potatoes, and stuff a bunch in my bag since it's the only edible thing. Armos sees. <laughs> fill my canteen back up with water. Finally. So you guys have about. So you guys eat a very hearty meal, and you guys feel full. You have a lot of food left over that you start to bag up. You know that the food will spoil, um, and it's magical food, so it will spoil in a very unsavory way after 24 hours. The water does not go bad. What's the other scroll we have? Purify food and water. Can that purify rotten magic food? Um, maybe. So, you're in this weird basement. Feel safe for the time being. Uh, you guys want to check out the rune? Yes. Well, we didn't get to explore this room. Is there anything to note walking around this? So, despite the horrific jelly left behind and dried up blood spat splatters there's nothing left in the house the house is completely tapped anything of value was inside that trunk that was inside the giant red ooze it was also in a room with this glowing rune that is still glowing so i want to go up and investigate it yeah this looks like a great time to investigate stuff and i turn and look at menace as i put my glasses on <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I guess you and me are buddies now, Odrell. <laughs> I pull out my magnifying glass. 13. I still got a 10. <laughs> With advantage? I rolled a fucking 2 on the other one. Wow. I got a 15 as well. Drell, with the glasses, this is. With a 10, you don't really get anything other than you know this is active. Mm -hmm. This type of ritual magic is so far from you that the only thing you can get with a 10 is that you're pretty sure you've seen this before. Like in um, Granny Wolfray's basement. Minus, you, when you look at it with a 16, you know that this rune is still active and live. I jump in. No. <laughs> <laughs> so when you like go over it, it like re the light, it emits like it's reacting to your presence. And when you go towards it, it dims and then gets brighter when you pull your hand away from it. In the center of the circle is a lot of dried up blood. Almost, you know that this is a ritual. This is a rune of summoning. Mm. Similar to the one you put down back in your origin story. The same rune that was in Thumbus's will phrase. Reginald, you ever seen anything like this before? Yeah, this is what you brought me through. This is how you got me here. What was the last thing you remember before I pulled you through? Uh, what was I doing? Oh, yeah, I, I remember I was eating a really illustrious lunch. Uh, it was like a really fat guy that happened to, uh, sell his soul for a couple of gold, I guess. And, uh, I was eating him, and then his rift opened up, and then I peeked through inside and saw a lot of tasty tieflings. That was great, so I started going bananas on that, and I started eating those people. And then after I was done eating and ripping those people to absolute shreds, I don't know, this flash came over me, and the next thing I knew, I was in this form that you see now, and then you were there. Wow, wow, wow. Sorry I asked. <laughs> Wait, you didn't know? No, uh, no. Oh, this is embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I hope this doesn't put a damper in our friendship. No. No? Were those people important to you? Uh... No. I didn't eat, like, your, you know, uh, your great creator. Like, I have a great creator, you know? Yeah. You both know mm -hmm. who he is, yeah, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Who's that exactly? Well, he signed to Tom. I mean, he's kind of in now, right, Armos? I mean, he got to yeah. You know who he is. I mean, the great, powerful blood demon. You know, the god of blood. Um, of course, though. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, you you would need us though, right, Reginald? Looks at Armos. No. <laughs> 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 okay don't forget who gives you all that hay that's good to hear because we totally wouldn't eat you either and i look at menace <laughs> <laughs> all right um oh hey armos what was that uh 
Uh, what was that name you shouted earlier? I ignore <laughs> Menace <laughs> as I, I deeply look at the, the rune, trying to figure out if I recall anything or maybe take note of like the shapes or anything. Are the shapes the exact same as the they other They are ones? the same or very similar. They, they're placed in like different areas. The way that this one is drawn out, it's drawn out more effectively. Like the one at Granny and Thumbus's basement was very messy and sloppy, and you could tell that was redone several times, and then it was destroyed. This one looks like whoever drew this one has probably done it many times before. Mm. And then Reginald comes in and goes, this is how you get like water me. You never really know what's going to come out, but whatever you put in the middle and you know, determines the power of one of us that comes out. So you must have had to sacrifice something pretty strong to get me to get my attention almost. Mm-hmm. Should I like eat your dad or something? Miss, let me have a piece of paper and I try to I try to roughly sketch. Oh, okay. What it what it looks like, just to have it as a note. I rip off the piece, give it to him. Yeah. So you take a sketch of the root. After you sketch it, Minus comes up to you and is like, oh, let's compare. He's already sketched one. <laughs> All right, yours is better. What? No, yeah. no, yours is good. Yours is really good, Armos. I, no, I like the circle you did there. That was a good circle. <laughs> Minus has like cell shading on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, I know how to draw two guys. I just know you guys are really into that type of thing. So I don't, I don't really want to waste my time doing it. I don't know what to do with this. I, I mean... Is there anything in the middle? There's just blood. Is it? It's dried. Dried blood. Minus mm. kind of rubs his foot on the rune. Same thing happened when he just rubs it. As you rub the rune, you begin to smudge it, and the light begins to fade. Ah! Hold on. Huh? What? What is it dr- like? Is it dirt that's outlined? It is a mixture of powder, blood and um, like a special type of chalk. Mm. So like any type of kit you would buy for like magic or ritual, like this is stuff that like some of the common materials in this room is like something you would already have. And like you would take this powder mm-hmm. uh, or this chalk and then you like infuse it with special components that you need for a specific ritual, specifically like blood, maybe blood shards mixed in there. And then you'd make this chalk that would, you know, make the room. Okay. I have an idea. A menace, where's that arm? Oh, uh, it's still by the fireplace. Hey, you want to grab that for me real quick? Oh, yeah, sure. Wait, 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 no, 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 no. <laughs> what? What's up? Oh, no, uh, I mean... You're going to have bad problems <laughs> if you do... Listen, per our agreement, almost, you can't have two packs because mm-hmm. that would violate subsection C... A Terms of service, Armos. Yeah. It's obvious. You don't want to. You don't want to violate that because then the big guy gets everything. If you break or void our contract, then that's just a big no-no. None of us win. I mean, I win because I get the EU, but you ultimately don't win. You know. Yeah. Wait. Where? Where's that written in the OPL? The uh, Open Patron License. It's right here. And he flips to the front of the tome, and it's like a long list. Semantics. <laughs> 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 Semantics. So I'm gonna not send that arm over there. What should we do with this? I put the arm down, come back. Well, let's, let's put it this way. Do you want another me? I mean, you're pretty cool, Reginald. Is it going to look like you? Is it another bunny? He's blushing. And he's, well, you know, I mean, remember the town that we were in and then one of the weak ones came through and you guys had a hard time with it and it, like destroyed half the city mm-hmm. before destroying the full city, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, if you want to relive that, you knock yourself out. I'm gonna smudge this Armos unless you got anything else. I take some of the dirt and try to get the chalk and maybe even the blood and put it on the, the sketch I have. Not outlining the sketch just to save it. And then, yeah, I guess we destroy this. The three of you begin to smudge it. And as you smudge it, the light quickly fades from the rune and you no longer sense evil magic from it. Our note told us to come here, but didn't give us any answers. So what do we do now? Do we go back to the town? Do we... Well... I know there's another city or something. Right, that's where we were headed before we went here, I thought, was the other town, the other city. But uh, we don't have directions to the other city, do we? Feeling defeated with 
Not many answers. I guess we head back upstairs. I'm gonna I'm gonna go outside and kind of look around to see uh, see what's going on outside. We haven't been outside in a little bit. All right, look out for those trees. I peek outside. I go out on the front stoop. As you go outside, you notice that the forest no longer seems as dense like it was forcing you to come inside the cabin. The trees have dispersed a bit and you see the road in which you came from and on the opposite side of the cabin, you see a road going the opposite direction. Oh, uh, hey guys. Yeah. I mean, there's another road out here. What do you mean another road? Also, things, things look kind of different also. Oh God. What did he do now? Yeah, get out here. Yeah, I walk outside and I take a, I take a glance. Same. Well, uh, I guess our answer of where to go has been kind of, you know, resolved. Um, the atmosphere on this side of the woods seems very different from how you got here. Trees are much farther apart and the dirt around you seems a little bit more compact. And it has a slight coloration of green. Three of you begin to make way and some time passes as you are walking how are you guys walking right now like what's your marching formation i think we're doing the wall formation yeah we are left middle right all in the same <laughs> all in hands horizontal row and we have arms locked we are uh wizard of ozing it follow the yellow brick road so the three of you continue walking and when you look behind you you no longer see the cabin in view Shadowfell seems to be playing its tricks again where you look behind you and boom it seems like you've walked three miles and then you look again looks like you only traveled 30 feet and you look back behind you one more time and it looks like you traveled another 30 miles just the cabin's way in the distance and eventually you lose sight of it and as the trees become less dense the moon in the sky becomes more prevalent again always in front of you if it was any brighter it would practically blind you and the three of you as you talk amongst yourselves feel a gust of wind again coming from above you slight puff of air and then you hear the air breaking around you and it sounds like something is dropping in the distance like a boom cracked ground around you splits and this deathly dust fills the air and blocks your vision i need everyone to make me a dexterity saving throw I would roll this with advantage, right? Wow. Is this one of your proficiencies? I have danger sense or whatever it's called as a barbarian. So it allows me to roll dexterity saving throws against effects that you can see while not blinded, deafened, or in incapacitated. Oh, yeah. You can roll this with advantage. Nice. I have a plus eight, and I still only got an 11. <sighs> I got a 20. I got a 14. Rel and Armos, the two of you stand your ground as the floor begins to shake from the sudden impact. Minutes, you fall back down. You take six points of bludgeoning damage as the earth around you begins to crack and like some pieces begin to fall on you. The dust settles and ahead of you, through the thicket of dead trees, kneeling in a superhero pose is what looks to you like a massive suit of armor. You can hear the metallic breath underneath the mask as the suit stands up in a small crater that it just created. Danger, Will Robinson. The armor looks to be full plate, standing at 11 feet tall. The body of the suit of armor looks bulky, protecting somebody or something massive in size. A big Goliath or maybe a small giant could be inside with the size of the armor. The armor craftsmanship looks smooth and well-crafted, its exterior looks like steel with mithril accent lining across the armor. The interior or the crooks of the armor is black in color, protecting its joints. The gaps in the armor, the mask, its eyes, neck, and its shoulder pockets emit a fiery green light that is coming from inside the armor. The suit of armor slowly looks around as its head turns, the green flame within it flares, and then a hiss emits as a shadowy fog begins to pour out of its joints and begins to fill your surroundings. Also along its back is a massive greatsword, 
What are the three of you doing? Using a hide action? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to find the biggest tree and try to hide behind it, too. First, I'm going to tighten my, my uh, bandana. <laughs> Everyone make me a stealth check as you try to find the nearest tree or rock to uh, hide behind. Got a 34. I got a dirty 20. I got a 4. Do you not have your headband on? I got a nine. I forgot about the headband. Ooh, a nine. <laughs> the two of you dip behind a tree to your right as you try to hide behind this lifeless barrier. And almost as you try to dodge behind the tree, you trip and land on some broken twigs, snapping. And the suit of armor turns in your direction, but does not see you as you scrounge and you crawl to where Drell and Minas are behind this tree. It is facing that direction. What we're gonna do is that we're gonna each roll initiative. I got a nat one. 18. We're gonna move on initiatives moving forward. Starting on initiative 18, Armos, what are you doing? So we're not in combat technically, right? We're just- You're in initiative, so it's gonna go in turn order. So we gotta try to sneak past them is kind of the, the idea. So yeah, I'll try to move. You guys feet? discuss a plan. Whatever you guys want to do. There's no wrong answers. Okay, I wasn't sure if we were, like, timed or something. There are answers. Well, let's just believe it that. I'm going to go pee real quick. You are in initiative. Well, take your headphones off so you can't hear what we say. All right, guys. So here's the deal. So we ask Menace. All right, I got the best idea, okay? <laughs> what to do, and we do the opposite of that. Okay. So I just got a new spell. Sid was telling me about it. The only problem is I can only cast it twice. So I'm thinking I cast it on you two. And then since I'm the stealthiest, I can sneak my way along with you as we go. Well, how many people can you cast it on? So it's called gaseous form. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. You can only float <laughs> at 10 feet flying <laughs> speed, but you'd be a gas and it would have no idea where you were. It wouldn't look at gas and go, oh, mm. let me go fight this gas, you know? Mm and then I'll just sneak the rest of the way. Okay, what about this? This is the idea I had. Okay, okay. What if I just take off all my stuff and I just walk out and I start singing that song that the other fallen guy was singing and the guy just totally thinks I'm just a fallen and then you guys turn into gas and then just float with me as I walk by. <laughs> all right, I got, a, I got another plan. Uh, I cast darkness on us and no. we just get out of here. <laughs> you realize, you realize no one else can see in that, right? Like that just, yeah, they would all, it would also be able to see the magical darkness. <laughs> Armos, out of everything you do, Armos, that is my least favorite thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I love it. I would rather, I would literally rather have you hit me with Eldrick Blast than fucking cast that shit on me one more time. All right, which idea are we going with? Uh, <laughs> we came up with three amazing ideas. I think option one or two. <laughs> Definitely not three. Definitely. Not. Three's a bad idea. Yeah, it would it would see the darkness moving. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I meant we could cast the darkness on him. Oh. See now, see now you're thinking with your that's head, a, Ormos. That's a good idea, Ormos. That's that's a great idea, Ormos. All right, which one are we going with? All right, we still need to get how, hmm. what distance you need to be to cast that on him though. Yeah, what's the radius on that thing? Sixty feet and can, fifteen radius. So can you just cast it on him, and as he moves, it moves with him, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. This this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna get Armos within casting range, right? Okay. He's gonna okay. cast it on the thing, and then we're just gonna move. We're gonna move around him. Yep. What if we turn into gas and then get close? I feel like that's a bit much. I feel like okay. it's one or okay. the other. Mm -hmm. So third level spell I'd give up. <laughs> Two of them. Oh. Well, in that case, mine's just free. All right. Let's 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 try yours. Before we go, everybody rub Sid, okay? Why? Get some of his, his, his magic. And uh, I'm going to cast Bless on everybody before we start moving. Okay. Oh, God, fine. And I use my pinky to like scratch the top of Sid's head. All right, let's go. <laughs> All right, I'm sneaking up to the next tree that's out of his sight. So I went up to the first tree. I rolled a 23 for stealth. So Armos, as you move, you manage to 
move to up to the next tree 30 feet taking full cover although this thing is still looking in your direction you are confident that it did not hear you or react to your movement you're gonna move to initiative 17 minutes yeah i'm doing the same thing and i got a 29. as you move with armos going immediately after him you are also confident that he did not see you or he potentially hear you we're gonna move to initiative 10 this weird suit of armor as it looks in your direction it reaches back and draws its massive great sword and holds it in one hand the great sword itself is about 20 feet long and then it begins to walk down the path as the cloud of fog now extends from its origin point around him yes okay so that circles completely around him always okay it's leaving a trail as well. Oh. Drell, <laughs> what are you doing as you see this massive suit of armor slowly approach your direction? I'm going to, well, I guess, can I take a dash action stealthily? <laughs> like, can I sprint? No. <laughs> so I can't sprint and stealth at the um, same time? If, huh. I'll let you make an athletics check to try to, to try to dash while stealthing. And I'm going to set a DC, I'll write it down. It's not going to be easy given the fact that like you're stepping on crunchy grass and broken wood that fell from trees. You're not in rough terrain yet, but you are getting there. This is this, what you're asking is not easy. Okay. Okay. The DC you're looking for is 20. Kate. Well, I wish you wouldn't have said that to me. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, no, hey, you're no, making no, no. it now. You're making you committed to it. Roll the athletics check, my good sir. <laughs> well, well, I did roll one. Oh, with a 17. Confident. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm pulling a card here because I specifically told you I didn't want to know what it was. And the reason I was saying that is because with taking level 10, I took a new feat. I took the lucky feat. <laughs> so I could have re-rolled my check, but I was I can't. It says before the outcome is determined. Oh. So that's why I didn't want to know what the DC was. And then you told me what it was. Well, I'll rule it that you can still use it. I didn't know you were using the lucky feat. Yeah, if you want to use it, I'll, I'll totally allow it. Yeah, I'll take it. Now I know in the future. All right, here we go again. <laughs> Oh, so much better. 26. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> you, you like Yamanuchi on ice, man. You are gliding through these woods as you dash 60 feet stealthily. And I like to think as I'm doing that, as I like sprint past Armos and Menace, they just hear down, 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 Just like, and I'm just like humming the song to myself as I'm like running past it. We're gonna go to the top of the round at initiative 18. Armos, as you just see Drell fly by you. So I, I'm looking at the clouds and I see that he's walking down the street and I see that we're pretty close to the to the street. So I'm gonna sneak in further, kind of up to where Drell was a little bit off the path. Uh, just moving, just moving the 30. Go ahead and roll me a stealth check. 16. As you try to catch up to Drell, I mean, try. It's not a good sound. You are not confident as you seem a bit rushed. You feel as if you stepped on something that you shouldn't have stepped on as you get up behind Drill. You don't see an initial reaction. You're not sure if you could have been a quiet as you should have been. Mm. Time for plan B. Might be time for plan B. <laughs> We're going to move to initiative 17 minutes. I see this happen and <laughs> scurry over as well. Hopefully stealthing just fine. 32. You just appear behind Drill and Armos. Like, you're not even sure if you actually moved or, like, if you actually ran there or just teleported there. But you are now behind Drill and Armos. 32. Guys, it might be time for plan B. You mean plan A or plan B? Because I thought we ended up doing oh, plan C. Oh, I mean plan B, which would be my plan A. We're going to move back to the suit of armor as it continues to walk and slings its sword over its shoulder as it begins to move really looking in between the tree lines. As it moves up, the black schmog follows behind it, continuing to leave a trail. As it's walking from the shadowy smog, you notice that the road and the grass that was left on the edge is beginning to wilt. Mm. It walks another 20 feet forward 
is going to move to Jarrell's turn. I look back at the guys. I tighten my headband and I whisper to them, hardcore parkour. <laughs> and I, I do a backwards somersault away from them and I stand up and I do another dash action to the next tree. <laughs> no. <laughs> Make me an athletics check of an unknown DC. Oh God, I feel like this is going to be even higher. I'm going, wait, wait, I'm going to message it to Dan. Oh, don't, so no. Like, I don't want you to be like, oh, he failed. He failed. Don't show me. Just so we have it tangible. Go ahead and make me an athletics check. That's still not tangible. It's digital. Digital. You don't fucking answer. I'm the DM. All right. No. Oh. <laughs> I'm the DM. I rolled a 21. Would you like to use your lucky feet? <sighs> I don't know. It, it, it could be good. It could be bad. 21 seems like a solid number. Uh, Dan's reaction, though, really makes me feel like I shouldn't reuse another lucky. Hold on. Let me think. Let me think. How many times can you use lucky? I have three times. Ooh. This is like not the type of stuff I thought it would be. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I'm going to use one again. Oh, so 26? It's a pretty bold number. As you do a backwards somersault into a T-pose and then dash silently through its view, you run so fast using your amazing athletics, all of your glute and quad skills. Let us a feather. Let us a feather. Let us a feather. It was a 22. It was a 22. <laughs> run and cod slide. You do a run, cod slide, cancel into the tree. Passing its view. As you know, it's facing in that direction. You're now behind the street. You're confident in your athletic ability. We're going to move to initiative 18, which is Armos. All right, Armos, after his last sprint to the tree, is getting a little worried that he's not as uh, not as nimble as his uh, companion. So he sets a minor illusion behind one of the closer trees to him as foot muddy footprints kind of leading away from us right before he takes a, an action to run to the next tree closest to where drill ran to and i'm rolling my stealth it's a nine this is what i was right about this is my nightmare so you're moving 30 feet while stealthing and you got a nine as you run your footsteps are so loud. Oh, no. You are practically kicking rocks. Yep. And you dive behind this tree, trying to stay out of its view, and you hear the metal armor shift in sound. It is now facing your direction. Menace. Are there plants around? <laughs> There's a lot of dead trees. <laughs> I'm Soulless, kidding. lifeless trees. <laughs> well, you say lifeless, but there's been some trees that have been, been thriving. Oh, if you want to go talk to those guys, the stories they could tell. Could I? Oh, God. Uh, my sling can go 120 feet. I want to throw one of my SIDs across the path 100 feet away from us to make noise on the other side of the path to hopefully maybe aid Armos in his next stealthy endeavor. Yeah, because <laughs> he's... hopefully draw this thing's attention. Because he's looking this way, right? Like, straight towards me. Correct. So you're going to try to use a Sid so Sid can make noise. So do you... What are you, what are you... What are you asking Sid to do? Are you trying to distract him with the sling or trying to get Sid across somewhere so he can make noise in an opposite direction. No, get a get a Sid Jr. over there to start jumping on a branch, you know? Very simple request. So what you're gonna do, A, you're gonna roll to hit, like a basic attack roll to see to get in the area that you want. Because if you mess up, you're just gonna hit him. Or it's not gonna, it's gonna hit a tree. It's not gonna go where you intended it to land, right? So that's why I want you to make an attack roll. Secondly, you're gonna use a sleight of hand and that's going to determine the arc you use, so it's not like... Yeah, so it's not across the path, it's over. Right. Exactly, yeah. So, that's exactly what I'm trying to do. So you're gonna make me an attack roll first, All right. and then we're gonna use slide of hand. All right, I got a 19 on my attack roll. Okay. Slide of hand, my goodness. Uh, and then I got an eight on my slide of hand. You shoot the Sid, and Sid is like, go through the air and try not to make any sounds as you arc it. You, the arc is beautiful. 
And as it comes down and hits a tree, Sid has a rough landing. And it does indeed make some noise. However, you don't get the reaction that you hoped you did. You see it look up and it catches the arc. Still, It's still looking the same way, but now you see it's kind of like panning its head from left to right. Oh, would've been good. It would've been so good. We're gonna go to initiative 10, which is a suit of armor. And it's now looking in the direction where Armos made a snap and now has a better indication from where your Sid came from and is going to move 30 feet in your direction. Drell. So <laughs> I whisper to Armos and uh, Menace and I- you, you, From your position, you were not able to whisper to Menace because of where he is in relation to where the thing is and where you two are. So if you want to talk to Armos, I'm going to remove Dan from the chat for a moment. Sure. <laughs> I guess, yeah. I, I, yeah, that's fine. You can take him out for a okay. second. Bye, Menace. Uh, so I guess I lean over to Armos and I go, does this mean it's plan B, part B? <laughs> do we go with mine now or what do we do? We got two options. Mm. We can go with darkness or I could try to distract it one more time. Okay. But <laughs> that's all I could think of. <laughs> okay. I'm going to hold my action. <laughs> I want to, I want to wait to see number one, what happens. And then number two, what the rest of my team does. So when you're ready in action, you, are, you wait for a particular circumstance before you can act, which lets you act using your reaction before the start of your next turn. You must decide in advance what perceivable circumstance you trigger your reaction, and the action you will take is in response to that trigger. If you ready a spell, it must have a casting time of one action. You must concentrate until you release it. Well, that's what I'm saying. I want to ready an action to see, like, well, number one, to either run if we need to, or get ready to like i guess fight it like if if this thing gets alerted so you're going to go ahead and ready in action to either swing or dash yes uh depending on what it's going to do so we're going to move to initiative 18 which is armos so seeing that the the guy's looking right at me i'm gonna try to get him to turn around that gives menace and me uh enough of a window to get moving so i cast thermaturgy behind him Hoping that he hears the whispers and turns around. Roll me a, roll me a deception check. You sure it's not persuasion? Cause I'm persuading him. <laughs> pretty sure it's the same roll for you. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're both deception. charisma. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just proficient in one. One's plus eight, one's plus four. Uh, it is 17. As these ominous whispers emit from behind him. Speaking in languages that nobody can understand in demonic tongues, it quickly turns around using a reaction and slices at where the noise is coming from, completely cutting the dead tree behind it in half, regains its composure and is looking in the opposite direction of you two. You can take a movement if you'd like. I'm going to wait until Menace catches up because... If I move and mess up, he's gonna look right back this way. Oh, so we'll see if I even do catch up. I'm a small creature, guys. <laughs> you have successfully distracted this thing for a moment as it cuts the tree down behind it as it falls and crashes to the ground. It's currently focused on that as we move to initiative 17 minutes. Uh, I'm gonna have to try what Drell did and use a dash action. <laughs> dash stealthily, okay. Yeah, because I don't have enough movement speed to get all the way there normally. Because I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get right next to Armos. Go ahead and make me an athletics check, and I'm gonna text Drell the DC. Oh, great. Uh, athletic check. Oh, 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 oh it's an F twenty. You glide over the broken ground as you dash to the tree stealthily. Oh my God. The three of you are successfully behind this tree as it is distracted the other way, as the dark smog moves closer to you. As you go to the center of where he originally landed, that is all rough terrain. Unless you have any skills, just, be, just know that while you're traveling over cracked ground or rough terrain, you have to move half your movement speed. Oh, it's a good thing I don't have to do that. Yeah, he's a ranger over here is in luck. <laughs> That's something the two of you may want to consider. So when I get over there, <laughs> wait, give me a sec. Let me read this first. 
Yeah, yeah, I think I'm just gonna fuck around. <laughs> I get, I reach, I <laughs> somehow do the stealthiest thing over to Drell. And I, I look at Drell and I go, Drell, follow the cracks. <laughs> and I cast gashes for him on Drell. What the fuck? Wait, what? <laughs> he turns into him and his clothes and everything on his person turns into a gaseous form that couldn't be discerned as anything but a whisper fog. And now Drell can move as gas along the cracks. You should have done Armos first. <laughs> How fast can I move? Um, so you have uh, 10 feet of flying speed. So it is kind of slow. But as long as Armos makes it to me and I get him, I can just sneak around, I think. And that's my turn. <laughs> <laughs> Follow the cracks. <laughs> wow. Okay. I love it. I love it. Drell turns into a gaseous form. We're going to move to initiative 10, which is this giant suit of armor as it regains its closure and is examining where the whispers are coming from. And as it looks at the dead tree, it readies its giant greatsword over its shoulder again and begins to look around and even look behind him. We don't see any facial expression because it's a giant suit of armor. We're going to move to initiative 3. Drell in your gaseous form. What are you doing? <laughs> Drell's just kind of mind blown right now because first he was Drell and then he was Drell as a mouse and now he's Drell as gas. So he's like, what the fuck is actually like, what does my life come to? But he's going to listen to Minus's advice and he's going to move 10 feet. Now, I guess, how does this work? Can I just stop being gas whenever I want or like what? Yeah. Okay. Um, then I will move 10 feet down the cracks as Minus instructed. <laughs> Yes, there is this cracked ground from its initial landing point that you can absolutely sneak with it. And you're going to make me a stealth check with advantage as you move 10 feet. As gas. As gas. I feel like stealth with advantage just is not enough. <laughs> That's a nat 20. As, oh as my gas. God. <laughs> as gas. That makes sense. I don't even have to roll again for the advantage. That was you first roll. stealth so efficiently. That as Minus gazes upon your gaseous form, your gas form even has defined glutes. Yep. <laughs> Hell yeah. We are going to move to initiative 18, which is Armos. You are just mere feet away from this thing. I'm going to misty step right next to where Minus is, just so that I make sure I don't <laughs> mess anything up. It's instantaneous. Oh, I'm aware. It is verbal, like, if that's what you're wondering. That's exactly what I'm wondering. <laughs> Go ahead and make me a stealth check. To try to... Well, then... To damn it. Well, then I'll just normal stealth. <laughs> <laughs> you're like 10 feet away from this thing. And this thing is alerted. Mm. Yeah, I think you just slink along the tree to me at this point, right? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So even if I <laughs> crawl, it doesn't matter. No, I mean, if you want to move crouched, then you only try to move small. Yeah. Uh, like, you're only trying to move, like, 10 feet. Yeah, you can make it with advantage because uh, what you're trying to do. Okay. With advantage, I got a 23. Woo! You successfully make it to Menace. Menace, give it the gas. <laughs> give me the gas. We're going to move to initiative 17 for Armos's plug to give him that gas, boy. What are you doing? All right. Follow the glutes. <laughs> and I turn him into gas. <laughs> You cast gaseous form on your friend Armos, and he's ready to slip into the cracks. What are you doing on the rest of your turn? And then I'm going to try and get 25 feet southeast to the next tree. Um, that's going to be a... I cannot math. Uh, 33. You get there successfully. Jesus. As he hasn't even turned around yet. Wow, that's really good stealth. <laughs> We're going to go to initiative 10. As the suit of armor begins to look around more and more, and he is, it looks like he's scanning the tree line around him, looking at the cracks, looking at where the whispers are. And he takes a more of a power stance and he like puts his arms out and his legs out as more of this gas begins to spew out from him. Rather being 30 feet around them, it is now going to be 60 feet around him. And as the gas pours out, Almost, you are caught just on the cusp of it. On your next turn, you will be safe from it, but it is now trailing behind you. 
minutes as you see this gas pour out you know that between their forms and what you see you can lose them very easily this fog that he's emitting is very dark and opaque and you cannot see through it you only see him in it because he's that tall and that is where we're going to end this week's session damn no oh. and here i was thinking i was going to be like ghastly from pokemon bro right <laughs> You know, it took a lot to not want to fight it. Yeah. <laughs> and I know it wouldn't have been great probably for us, but. I really liked my idea. We almost. <laughs> so, Dan, when you got moved, I was like, do we go with plan B, part B? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what do we do? <laughs> Dooper doop. <laughs> exactly. Like, if he thinks I'm just some random, what is it, the fallen dude, he's not going to just kill me. I don't know. He didn't really like that tree too much. Uh, this is a pretty interesting one. I didn't think you guys would actually like stealth around this thing. Yeah, I wanted to blow it up. Yeah, see, we're growing. Maybe you grow. We're you're learning, learning as players. As, as, as the game matures, we mature with it, right? Exactly. Let me tell you, if, if this campaign was all about experience points, this thing would be dead, dead. <laughs> oh, would it? <laughs> Oh, uh, we have some stuff to talk about, but I can't give away too much yet because you guys are still in the middle of a scenario Yeah, at the moment. Unaware of its true uh, motives, but I am very excited for the next session. Um, and you guys did so much, so many, so many things. I love it. I love it. It's like sometimes the story just writes itself, you know, just the uh, stuff for later. I love it. And we'll talk about all of it on the after show. And as we send this week off, do you, uh, does anybody have any recommendations? Real zoo <laughs> or real zoo. Yeah, real they just implemented uh, implemented uh, burning your burning the cards for more coins. So I'm doing that right now. Oh my god, can you? I'm about to do that right after yeah. this. I had to, I, dude, I had like 12 bears and I just burned all of them. Bro, these damn snebras, dude. <laughs> if you guys don't know what we're talking about, uh, Logan Paul came out with a thing and that was like zoo.co or something like that. It was failed. Some guy on Reddit was like I can make that and made an, a great version for free an actual version because the other one doesn't <laughs> exist yeah and this properly. one actually works and he did it within two hours and we've just all you do is you log on you claim some rewards and then you uh, buy new more animals it's 100% free and just silly but I showed these guys uh, what was that last week, week I'm before? sure we've talked about it on previous episodes as well yeah, so. but it's so yeah, good so it's yeah it's a fun game that makes you money. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I got not. something to send off with. Um, I wish Alec played it with us, but he's too busy having a life and a cool girlfriend to go visit that lets him play D&D. Uh, shout out to the game Ember Knights. We've been oh, yeah. playing that the last few days, and that game is that amazing. Is okay. The best $15. No, this is what happened the other night, okay? <laughs> I got home from a hard day of work, and I log on to Discord, and what do I see? I see Dan, Jared, and Tony all in our, like, D&D 404 boardroom Discord, all playing a game together. And I'm like, oh, that's so weird. My phone doesn't have any alerts or texts. I don't have any DMs, no ads in the Discord asking if I want to play. So, yeah, don't give me that. I was uninvited to these, these Uninvited. Events. He was previously did you, did, invited. Did, but did you no. not get the evite? He must, he must have not gotten yeah. the evite. Oh. I apparently was not invited to their cool little parties. You said you didn't like our game, so. Yeah, we were playing Slay the Spire at the time. We were doing a mod for Slay the Spire. You're like, yeah, this looks great. I'm gonna go play Rainbow Six Siege, and then you like. Yeah, I just, sorry, I just like that game. <laughs> we're gonna in our after show. We're gonna play Ember Knights together. That's the whole after show. Oh my! God. <laughs> I'm totally down to play after this too. Oh man, oh, I got work in the morning. F it, F it, dude. I gotta go watch. Oh, The Last of Us. Oh, true. Yes, uh, I'm gonna be doing that, Jared. Right now it's midnight. How long are each episode? Like an hour. About an hour. It's got to be like an hour. Okay. Oh, word. So I, I, so I, and it's two episodes out now? Yeah. Yeah. So I'd be able to watch two. Maybe I'll watch it tonight. Everybody, thanks for joining us this week. And uh, let's move on to the Patreon shout-outs. We love you. Say bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Peace out. Bye. And now it's time for the Patreon shout-outs. First up, we got the Blood Shard Bandits here. And our first Blood Shard Bandit is Ulrich Shield Dust. 
Ulrich's quest for his missing blacksmith hammer has led him to dark and strange places. He is currently investigating a lead given to him by somebody that goes by the name of Jack Informant. Wait, Ulrich now realizes he may have goofed and now just might be lost. If you see his golden blacksmith hammer, please handle it with care and do not under any circumstances try to use it. Next up, we have Alara Dawnstar. Alara's ears are ringing as she feels her name was recently mentioned in a shadowy land far off. In tune with her inner self, she knows something is amiss or afoot, perhaps. Back at Scoraeus' temple, she resumes her training and guards the blue gem with her very life. When suddenly, there is a knock at the door. Next, we have the infamous Julius Kendrick. Julius Kendrick is up to no good as he travels through the land of shadows. His evil cunning and smart wit, Julius is sure to cook up a plan to get revenge on our heroes. Or should we say, Revenger? <laughs> Next up is our newest member of the Bloodshard Bandits here, Reigns. Reigns is newly promoted in the world of meteorology, bringing a whole new meaning to the name of meteorologist. In recent events, Reigns was forecasting weather storms, and while forecasting, a large meteor-like object was falling from the sky. Who could have been behind such a meteor? No one knows, but luckily, Reigns was there to save the day. Now we're going to move on to the Sigic College alumni here. First up, we have Artemis. Artemis has been hearing strange noises in the Alchemy dorm house at the Sigi College. As head of security, he has taken personal interest to the cause of all the ruckus. Destroyed closets and mysterious roughhousing will not go unpunished. Next up is Robert Crisp, an artificer with determination and big plans. But recently, while working on some new tech, there was a slight malfunction, causing the rocket-powered orb of transportation to fly off into the distance in a fiery blaze. But fear not, he's confident that it won't hurt anybody. Lastly for the Sigic College alumni is Ralamus. Ralamus is one of our newer gnomish members of the Sigic College alumni, rocking his way through South Trillis. Ralamus is the lead singer to the band named Beholder. Very fitting, because when they start a show, it's all eyes on him. And when Ralamus takes the stage, don't let his small size fool you, because this barbarian is sure to make any party into a rager. Now we're going to move on to Humbrea's heroes. First up is Alex Dredd. Alex has returned home with a fresh bounty. Dead, of course. But Alex Dredd does what Alex Dredd do. Shoot first, ask questions never. Next is Man with Glass, and we have an update with his court case with Man with Stone. It seems during a very physical witness testimony cross-examination process, they have finally moved to closing arguments. And during closing arguments, Man with Glass shattered the proverbial mirror and brought the jury to tears. We await for jury deliberation. Lastly, we have Sergio Rodriguez, a vagabond, wayward, traveler of the solstice who wanders the land of Humbrea. But what does he seek? Perhaps a fight or simply a place to hang his hat? And that's it for this week's shoutouts. If you would like to be added, go on over to our Patreon found in the link down below. And until next time, everybody, have a good one.